Hi, guys. How are you, mate? I'm all right. Yourself, boss? I'm very well, Sean. Life search is fantastic just now, and, and has been all 2020, really. But hey, we should first welcome those listening in. Thank you for joining us. What's uh, coming up is a chat between Sean Barker, retiring after 14 years of leading life search in Leeds, and me, Tom Bagri. I say leading, not managing, because I think good people don't need management to, to be at their best. They need coaching and care and a plan and empowerment and to be respected and trusted. That'll get them giving up their best. And none of those words chime with manager, to my mind anyway. So, a conversation between two old boys, two leaders, who've done pretty well by, what, Sean, a, a fair few hundred thousand customer families over the years? And by each other, despite, or perhaps because of, being very different to each other in character and origin. Hope you like it. Gosh, it's been a flat-out day. I su suspect your days have got a bit quieter now. You'll be helping a bit, but they'll be also saying to you, it's all right, mate, we can do it. Take it from here. <laughs> have a brief. Yep, absolutely. They've got to get used to being without me, so, uh, yeah. And, uh, boy, we made a fuss of you. I know. I think, yeah. uh, you know, I think you, you, you're benefiting from being the one of the first big leavers. In fact, the second, really, after Brian yep. Wilson. After Brian, um, yeah. And uh, we made yeah. a fuss of Brian, too. And I guess the next three or four will get lucky, whoever they might be. <laughs> one of them might be me, the next three or four. That would be a good thing to help everybody. But, yeah, it was uh, it was really emotional. I mean, some of the stuff the guys were saying, I had uh, a virtual leaving do with my team, um, and they, they were echoing some of the comments and things, which was really nice. Um, and they, they surprised me with uh, fantastic leaving gifts. Oh, good. Oh, they good. got me... Um, a day's photography with the big cats at uh, Chichester Zoo. So you get up close and personal with the uh, lions and tigers. And then they've arranged for overnight accommodation the night before and then the following night in a nice four-star hotel for Christine and I. Isn't that a lovely present? Gosh. Absolutely. Really good. That blew me away. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Well done, you, because uh, you don't get that unless you deserve it, frankly. What a 14 years you've had, hey? Goodness me. Yeah. Goodness yeah. me. Very interesting. Yeah. Very varied. And it's been a, a, a joy to develop the Leeds office, uh, see the guys coming on and, and flourishing, and, yeah, to see Life Search itself. Obviously, from the initial small band of brothers that we were, shall we say, uh, grown to where we are now under your guidance. So, respect. Well, thank you. Thank you. And I think, for me, this uh, conversation could be one of uh, mutual love and affection and all the wonders that are life search. But I think it would be more interesting for anybody listening if we tried to tease out issues we've dealt with together and uh, differences we have over the way we dealt with those. Yep. Uh, just to see whether we... we uh, we can teach ourselves stuff, or uh, you can teach me, because your learning days are not drawing to a close. Of course they're not, but you know what I mean. I um, I'm going to keep trying to change this business for the better. And you, I bet you we're going to keep watching it and all the people in it from a distance. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, not, not necessarily from a distance. I'll keep popping in. Excellent. Excellent. Do you have big plans for retirement? What are you, uh, what are you heading towards? Uh, heading towards looking after the grandkids. Uh, so I've, I've got six grandsons in total. So I've got a five-a-side in reserve. 
<laughs> so we'll be doing the usual grandparenting uh, in the school holidays, etc. Um, Chris and I will be going off and, and enjoying our travels, uh, be that in this country or abroad. Uh, and I'm going to be focusing more on my photography. Fantastic. Fantastic. Does retirement scare you at all? Um, it does. It scares the hell out of me. Mm. Um, started work when I was 15. So all of a sudden to not have the routines, etc. Yeah, big, big step, big, big mind change as well. You've, you've not got the salary coming in. What do you do about that? And how do you fill your time? Mm. That's excellent. That's excellent. Yeah, no, the concepts. I'm not that far behind you. The concept scares me. Uh, scares me a little too. Um, yeah. It uh, golf, golf, and drinking can only take the retirees so far. Yep. And you don't have golf. Uh, just because, no. Sort of, no. no. Um, but uh, photography is a wonderful thing to do. And of course, the excuse for international travel is just perfect. You've got to. <laughs> you've got to get to the top of everything and look out over the open savannas and seas and everything else. Fantastic. So let me move it forward to. Um, I suppose worth pointing out to, to those who might be listening that the reason we're in Leeds was because I said we need to find the right person and we'll go where they are. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and we found you. And I heard about this man who'd been running a mortgage broker, I think, hadn't you? Yeah. And who was it at Life Search that actually recruited you? Because um, I think we only met kind of after the event, didn't we? I can't remember. We met the second time I came down to London. Uh, my first oh. visit to London, I met Tamsin, and she put me through my paces, so to speak, um, and then invited me down the following week to meet your good self. So she must have made that decision pretty pretty swiftly, and I did too, I think. you kind of I don't recall interviewing anybody else for the job, but I might have done, but I don't recall them. So... Um, and that, as I recall, we then said, find us an office first, will you? <laughs> you did, yeah. Um, I have to say, um, you were one of the few people who scared the pants off me. Uh, so congratulations. Why? Um, Why would I do that? You, you're the one with the, the gangster tattoos, mate, not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you were uh, dressed in your finery when I walked into your office with your braces on and your big cigar in your mouth. And, no. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I thought, oh, my word. Um, but, yeah, and, and the interview was unlike any that I've ever been through before. You had two sheets of paper with some uh, MI on. And you said to me, right, that's a top performing advisor. Role play me on that one. That's an underperforming advisor. Role play me on that one now. Uh, so talk about flying by the seat of your pants. Oh, my word. Goodness word. me, what a hard bastard. I never realised that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Sean. Apologies for dropping well, in the deep end. It must have worked. It must have worked yeah, really yeah. well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I know what I would have been. I mean, the two hardest things, aren't they? It's as hard yeah. to get the best out of out of a, a good advisor yep. and to keep getting the best and to nurture them yep. uh, as it is sometimes. So, well, not always, but, but sometimes to... Um, you know, turn around someone who, who hasn't quite got the clue yet yep. or has lost lost the mojo. So, okay, well, there's one brutal way of, of interviewing. So you you went north to Leeds. And um, yep. if you look back at those early weeks, uh, the early the sort of first six months. It was very much a hands-off situation. You let me go on and, and, and do it um, because you're, in your words, well, it's your office, you run it. Um, and I respected that and, and that's the the way that I um, reacted best to, to, to leadership. 
the old personal responsibility trick that I must have pulled off a thousand times now. Say it's your job, yeah. and uh, then the person you say that to just flipping rises to the challenge. Yeah. And I, I recall, and, and I, I guess the, 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 the incident that comes to my mind most, and this will be quite difficult to uh, publish, uh, was there were two incidents when I came up to Leeds to solve a problem because you needed me to. Yep. Uh, and one was uh, an occasion where performance had just gone south. And you, I think, told me they were blaming just about everything except their own energies and they needed a bit of a talking to. Uh, I think you must have done that because it wasn't really my habit or maybe it was a bit. Uh, I went up and I gave the assembled advisor force a right rollicking in the sort of way that a uh, an old-fashioned boss might do. Do you remember that that occasion? I certainly do, yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I remember it as having a fundamentally negative effect on everything. No one, no one, no it, one felt able to take that from me at all. It went down like a lead balloon, unfortunately. Um, but saying that, we learned from it, um, and, and I took a lot of responsibility, personal responsibility for that one as well. Um, I think at the time, um, if memory serves me right, that's when uh, Christine was going through her early stages of cancer. And I was possibly taking out on the guys. Um, and one good thing is that um, they weren't afraid to say so. They weren't afraid to say, we don't agree with this. Um, and I pushed back against it, hence getting you up. Um, and we, we we learned from it from there. And that's I think that's when I fundamentally uh, changed my approach to the team and my approach to leadership. Oh, talk us through that. I had the reputation before as a, um, we had the so-called Hurt Locker, which is a mythical room, <laughs> which never really existed. Sure, I know. But, yeah, you, I, I had this sort of stigma. Um, and I think when Christine was ill, I got a new perspective on, on things and on life and on people in general. Um, and, and I think I mellowed, and, and that would have been about, 11 years ago, something like that, 10, 11 years ago. So three years in, we were uh, we were well established. I mean, we, yeah. because we had that first chaotic period, forgive me for jumping about, but that chaotic period of, of IT, what was the original? <laughs> we moved to RDS to improve stuff. What was the first one called? Citrix. Citrix. Oh, wow. wow. Or as we needed it, Citrix. Yes, very good. And, and its main victims were up in Leeds. It wasn't as bad in London because we were, whatever we were, closer or just wasn't, we weren't using yeah. Citrix. I think you had to use Citrix for every transaction. I had to use it just occasionally. Yeah, we we had at one stage, the early shift came on and logged on and everything was fine. And then the late shift came on. And when they logged on, they knocked the early shift off. And then we had a digger cut through the cable one That's, Saturday. Yeah. That was the office out for quite a while, I think, wasn't it? It, well, no, because I I stopped until four o'clock Sunday morning uh, with the BT guys, and they blew a new cable, a new fiber optic, all the way down the street and up to the fifth floor, and um, and I was amazed how they did that to just blow it with compressed air down this tube. It's like, oh my wow. god! And you were standing over them saying, "I need to be trading in the morning," sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, fantastic, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I often get accused myself of, of saying remarks in a throwaway fashion, well, it's because I do, uh, that have a far greater impact on the people I say them to than, than I think they should uh, because of just, I suppose, the role I play in, in, in the business. You've got to watch what you 
say when you when you have sort of the power. Um, yeah. And there was one remark that uh, I bet you wish you'd never said that's always quoted back, which is exactly the sort of thing I could say to someone, you know, if you don't, don't pull your socks up, there'll be blood on the walls. Uh, and thinking about, oh, I don't know, old war movies or whatever as being my rationale, but some innocent youngster could hear it and go, he's actually threatening to beat me to death, um, which we'd say, oh, for goodness sake, belt up. Uh, but that wouldn't be quite... Do you remember that sequence at that time, or was that just an urban myth created by... That, uh... that was an urban myth. That, <laughs> Suddenly, uh, as I talked about it, I thought it must be. <laughs> at the time, I, I possibly prolonged, because I used to say to Joan after certain meetings with individuals, Joan, can you just go wash the walls down in the, in the interview room? <laughs> so it just it, it prolonged that sort yes. of thing. Um and you don't realise at the time what sort of an impact it has on people and how it can follow you around for years afterwards. And, and to this very day, people still talk about the Hurt Locker, but mm. there was no such thing. I can honestly say, I think I can count on the fingers of one hand the amount of people that uh, I've had to raise my voice to at yeah. Life Search. Um but you get this stigma attached, and that was that was one of them, unfortunately. Oh, Shawnee, let's not uh, let's not let's not hang around there because, as as, no. you, as you say, the uh, did did, li- did the life search kind of um, style of management influence you? Uh, did you influence the life search style of management? Did we just find our way together into this? Uh, what now is a very defined uh, way of management by essentially care and tolerance. What uh, what do you what do you think of that that evolution that history? Um, I struggled with it to begin with, and I think a, a, a lot of the guys did as well, uh, especially being old school, shall we say? Um, but I had a real a real good mentor uh, in the shape of Christine. Uh, she, without doubt, is the best people leader, pardon yourself, obviously, uh, <laughs> that I've ever come across. So we used to uh, chat about work, and some of the things I'd say to her, she'd just say, no, not that way. Can't do it that way. You've got to get the people to want to do it for you and not to feel that they have to do it for you. So I did change my leadership style, and sometimes you slip back to the old ways. Um, And if you can catch yourself doing that, that is a really good trick to have. Whereas years ago, I was just Sean the Taskmaster. Yes. yes. Now I'm more like a work dad. It's a great thing to have evolved into, Sean. It really is. Yeah, and I, th- I think the results have shown that over the years. But, yeah, we, we had some good advisors. They left. We got some more. Uh, we developed them. And more recently, in fact, today, one of, one of my guys, Dan uh, Benson, has made elite advisor. Fantastic. That's a huge yeah. achievement. Yeah. Okay, so so moving uh, uh, moving on a bit. Um, what are your what are your thoughts on remote working going forward? We've clearly made a decent fist of it this year, but uh, long term going forward, how do you think uh, those doing your job in the future are going to have to uh, adapt and and behave? I think we will always need an office presence on a smaller scale, a much smaller scale, hmm. because working from home doesn't suit everybody. Um, I know from within my team that you've got the likes of, of Dan Benson who have absolutely grasped it and flown with it. Um, but then you've got others who unfortunately work in, uh, in one room 
eight hours a day, not interacting with anybody, it's had a, an impact on the mental health. So I think that we will always need an office for people to go into maybe one, two, three days a week if that's what they want to do. Um, and also for things such as uh, new starters, because this job is all about learning on the job and learning from the people that are doing the job, etc. You can do that remotely, but ideally you've got to look them in the eyes. Yes. Um, so for for mentoring and things like that with the newbies, I think that'll go down well. Uh, and for things like team meetings, because yeah. you you need to be able to celebrate success together. Yes, I, I think I think I'm, we're, we're very much as one on that. There are there are sort of certain specialist reasons. Uh, you should always enable people to work in an office if they want to, absolutely. Yeah. And so your office has to be judged to be big enough for that. Obviously, you wouldn't have a desk per person to enable that. You'd make a, an assumption that maybe a third of people might want to be in the office at any one time. So you'd have an office that's a third big. But actually, your office would be slightly reconfigured, I think. I think you'd have to have meeting rooms as quite a big part of it uh, so that whole teams could get into an office and meet. Yep. Um, and, and maybe then spill out onto the desks for the rest of the day, but some would go straight back home again after a team meeting or whatever, or uh, or you'd, you'd have a lunch and sort of, you know. It, it's more like the office is serving a specific function around bringing people on, improving whether it's mentoring or, or team, team uh, encouragement or recognition, all those sort of things. Uh, or even if you've got a difficult meeting with someone, then you'd probably want that to be face-to-face. Yeah. Um, yeah. And... Uh, it's it's sort of for those purposes that the office would be used rather than just a daily place of work for the vast majority of people. Although yeah. for some it would be that. So it's it's a very interesting uh, thing. It's We're going to have to work out. A lot of it's guesswork. <laughs> it is, but I think that the good thing with with Life Search is that the planning ahead that we did with the IT, we couldn't have done it at a better time. If you imagine where we would be if everybody didn't have laptops if we've got the old workstations. So I don't know if that was CJ or whoever, but that forward planning has worked an absolute treat for us. Yeah, I mean, there's no question we were very lucky because we got Chris John, uh, Chris Nielsen, uh, ably abetted by CJ and, and others, of course, got the move to the cloud done. And uh, as I understand it, just the sheer computing power of that meant that all our old kit was pretty useless, so we had to yeah. get new kit. Yeah. And it was Chris. I remember at board meeting Chris saying, we're going to do it all via laptops. Uh, and me thinking, crikey, how much does that cost? No, I think that's a waste of money. And I kind of eventually they convinced me it didn't make much difference. And so fortunately, uh, we made the right decision. <laughs> a lot of the financial institutions have changed as well. Christine's Bank, Santander, um, a lot of them are changing their branches now into mini call centres. Chris has quite a big branch at them, and she opens up at 9.30 until 2 o'clock. And then the, the counter staff actually then become uh, call operatives for two mm. hours. So eventually, I think that the branches will disappear. So, yeah, everything, the, the coronavirus has brought a lot of change on a few years before, I think, companies were planning to do so and we're in fortunate positions you say because we've got the it there and we can build on that so you can get clients interacting i think would be a, a, a good move be that visually or sharing screens with them and, and things yes i think technology will, will leap into this space yeah. and enable ever better comms or remote comms between them Moving. a lot of the 
Just sorry, go on, no, 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 don't worry. I was just going to move away from banks in which I have only a passing interest, Sean, although you are obviously married to one, so it's different. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. But uh, just, just in a slightly lighter, um, lighter, lighter vein, um, any favourite memories of Life Search? Any, uh, any anecdotes that you would share? Any idiosyncrasies or oddities in the business? It's had a few in its, it's time. It's definitely had a few in its time. Uh, I think favourite moments and things were... Cape Town gets me, um, and you know that that is one of well, if it, that is my biggest regret. Um, yeah, but going out there and opening it up was such an honour and a privilege. Um, love the place, love the people, uh, and I can see why you love it too. Why didn't it? Why didn't I mean it has worked? Let's be quite clear. Tracy Lee has got a great support team uh, and uh, two TIs. Uh, and we have a future in South Africa, no question at all, uh, in Cape Town. Um, but uh, why, why didn't the advice side work? Talk, be, be honest here, um, or brave, should I say? We didn't. We didn't manage it correctly. We tried to. Um, we had various people go over there to uh, run it for a while, and they treat it as a bit of a holiday, and they didn't take it seriously. And I think a lot of the guys in Cape Town thought it was just a big, a big jolly to be had. Um, I think that we pitched the salary wrong. I think that we were misled by the recruitment agencies because, bearing in mind, they got paid a percentage of the salary that we took <laughs> people on at. So the higher we took them on at, the more money they got. <laughs> 15,000 rand a month uh, is very nice. Thank you very much. So it's a lot of a lot more money than a lot of the people are earning anyway. So why would they then push for more money? Yes. Um, so possibly a lower basic with a more um, attractive bonus package. Um, but I also think that the the work ethos wasn't wasn't right. Mm. And we weren't strong enough at the time, I don't think. We didn't have the presence out there to handle that in the right way. That's interesting. That's interesting, yes. Uh, and, and also interesting that we, we couldn't quite face all those facts as a business. You know, I, I we were managing essentially a lack of success, but we weren't getting down a brass tax, but certainly at a senior, at a board level, uh, and really tackling it. We were kind of doing different things and trying different things. Yeah, uh, and effectively, it's a bit of a case study in how you fail, um, because essentially, looking back at it, if we had spent a lot more time doing what we did in Leeds and finding the right local leader uh, and bringing that right local leader into the life search way of thinking, and then said, "Right, this is yours. You do this," and giving them every support, we'd be able to give anyone in Cape Town a hell of a lot more support than we were able to give you in Leeds back in the day. Um, yeah. But it is all about finding the right leader, and we clearly never did. Yeah, I, I, I think if we the other thing that we fell down on was the fact that we only had one business source to work from. Yes, yes, we failed to get the uh, diversity of unprotected families that we needed. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so a bit of a chapter of errors, really, and I suppose an expensive one. Though it was never really such a such a problem. And if we have getting if we come out of it with. Uh, well, we have come out of it with Tracy Lee and her team, and if post uh, lockdown and COVID we can grow that and develop that, uh, then yeah. that it may yet prove to be a triumph. Uh, it will, though, be a study in persistence 
uh, and how you keep things working, or you get things working just by trying over and over and over again. But also, yeah. I just think leadership, you know, either you have the right leader, or I think we do in Tracy. I'm sure we do in if Tracy. If you'd have sent me out yeah. for six months... Yeah, would have been done. ...and said, sort it, it would have uh, been done. And was we couldn't, because you didn't want to go for six months. That was the problem. That's No, that's not the case. Um, it, the, the, the sort of running of the operation was wow. uh, taken out of my hands... Um, okay, so why did we um, why did we do that? Don't know. Just management. Don't know. Well, okay, uh, and a clear sign to me because well, I wasn't particularly in control of that. I'm quite sure I agreed it. It was put to me, and I agreed it. Yeah, I, I would have I would have gone back out, Tom, and, and done whatever it took to to get it going because it's like with the Leeds office, uh, I look at it as my baby. Yeah, and I, I, I don't do failures yeah. very often. What are you doing for the next six months, Sean? Christine would love it out there. When does she retire? Yay! She retires the same day as me. Okay. Well, I think yeah, come... Uh, you know what, Shawnee? Come, come about November, December next year. October, no, it'll have to be a bit earlier than that. September next year, you'd be bored witless. And you ring me up and you say, Tom, uh, what about uh, Christine and Sean managing the Cape Town branch for a year? I'd want a full year commitment of you out there. But then you'd say, hang on, the grandchildren, the grandchildren. Ah, well, you know what? Some things, one just has to uh, see how they go. Well, yeah, but... But if you are bored of grandchildren, give me a call. (laughs) I I will give you a call, Tom. We don't need the two of us out there necessarily because Chris won't come out there that long. I'd I'd give it. No, but I think from what you said earlier, I'd want her out there quite a lot, Sean, (laughs) as your mentor. And um, because she clearly is a large part of the reason why you've been so she is. very yeah, she successful, is. And, and you have your, your yeah. uh, time in charge of Leeds or time at Life Search has been a huge success. I mean, it Thank really you. has. Um, a vital part of our uh, of our ability to expand has been having lots of Yorkshire people we could talk to um, and recruit. And now, of course, lots of them run franchises across the north, different bits of it. Uh, and yep. so suddenly we have a, a much more national footprint, uh, which is great fun, great fun. And I think, uh, as we've said as well, the working from home means that you can now attract uh, advisors to either car or franchise irrespective of where they're located. So, it's, yeah. again, that's a win-win situation. So as we get to the end of our time, Shawnee, come on, what financial advice would you give to a young searcher just starting out? Invest in your pension. <laughs> yeah, it's pension good advice. It's a good advice. I can just see a 23-year-old advisor go, for God's sake, I've got to buy more beer. But you would be right and they would be wrong, yes. Retirement is the longest holiday that you're ever going to have. Mm. And there's nothing worse than going on holiday and having no money to enjoy yourself. So you have to plan for it, without a doubt. And the earlier you start, the less painful it is, as I know personally. Yeah, yeah, um, that's, that's very but, good advice. The the other thing when it comes to the role is set yourself a mentor um, and work with them. Set yourself daily and weekly targets to actually match them and then beat them. And once you've done that, then move on to somebody else that you can look at. And always, and, and again, one of the things that I learned with Life Search, and I still preach about it to this day, is that you've got to put the client first. A lot of companies that I work for in the past claim to be client-centric. And I'll say to people to this day that they don't hold a candle to life search. Hmm. So if you treat a client as though you were your grandmother and you do the best by them, then you won't go far wrong. I think that's uh, that's really very, very good advice. Very good advice. 
Sean, any, anything that we haven't talked about that you really want to say? If there are any things you think we should talk about, well, go on. I've, I've, I've asked you questions. You, you, you take over, mate. Um, one burning question that, uh, that's been there for the last 12 years. Hmm. Um, I was sat on a, or stood on a cold uh, train station in Bingley one winter's morning, uh, and I got a call from uh, Brian Wilson saying, no, I'm not your boss anymore. Duncan's now your boss. Okay, yeah. So Duncan became head of sales. Hmm. Um, which didn't go down at all well, as you can imagine. No. Uh, because when you and I spoke, you said, right, you will be the leader in the North. You will be the Tom Baker of the North. And all of a sudden, Duncan's head of sales. Um, so that didn't go down well. What what happened there? Can you recall? I can't recall, but I can guess, um, which will be pretty similar, I guess. I think Brian was a. He'd run his time in in Milton mm. Keynes, and it was time to replace him. And we would have had a discussion about what we replace him with. Do we replace him with a leader in Milton Keynes and you in the north, and therefore have two in that that position, or do we try and find someone who can do Milton Keynes and uh, essentially manage you, lead you? Uh, and the structural efficiency of having one person reporting into me as opposed to two uh, would have been layered into the recruitment strategy, I suspect. And then we got Duncan, and, and, and he offered a lot of what we needed, uh, and, and uh, um, yeah, it was, it was the right man for the job, we felt. Uh, and, yeah, so that was the decision. One that um, wasn't communicated to you properly, either in its inception or its uh, uh, result or anything else, you were just uh, given the bums rush by a senior management and uh, no one told you about it, which yeah. is something I should apologise for immediately um, and accept complete blame for. That was uh, that must have been a very tough time for you. Hmm. Um, and uh, yes, I'm sorry, it was clearly, if it's been a question for 12 years, it was clearly very badly communicated uh, and not something you ever wanted to challenge me on. Until now. No. So you have my abject apology because I have no doubt at all that the better strategy in hindsight would have been to give you more control and command. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, apologies for that. Oh, apology accepted. We made it work. We made we it did. work in the end. We did. We muddled through, and that, that is what a lot of life is. Yeah. To look at where we are now uh, and where we came from, as I said before, total and utmost respect, boss. You, you've, you've, the man dug good. That's two of us, mate. That's two of us then. Shawnee, I think that's our uh, that's our hour kind of up. Uh, I think it is. It was um, oh, wonderful to talk to you. I, I, we've managed to avoid most controversy, but there are little sparky bits in there which I rather like. Well, when you when you're up in Leeds next, we'll get together and have a beer and we'll we'll carry them on then. That's a very good idea. Perhaps we should rope in a Dean Sykes and a few others of the. Um, the uh, Shabab, uh, a few others of the uh, what's the word? The people who've had to live with you and me all these years. I yeah. mean, that's quite a quite a quite a thing to have to do for all these guys. They've well, done pretty well yeah, themselves. We've not had an official leaving do us yet, but yeah, that's they, they all say that they're going to come out. So yeah, let's do it. I'll, I'll get it arranged. Make sure I'm there. That would be a uh, would be an I absolute will. must. Good stuff. Shawnee, an absolute pleasure. 
to work with you, my friend. A huge pleasure to work with you and a, well, great fun talking to you now. But um, thank you for, well, really being a vast part of, of Life Search's achievements. And um, yeah, you held down the North like uh, some character out of Game of Thrones. You faced them down <laughs> and you sorted them out and you're still there. And Absolutely. It's a pleasure to usher you off into the sunlit, uh, well, one day, the sunny, uh, sunny uplands and uh, uh, a, a wonderful retirement while we go on uh, building this uh, wonderful thing that we've got going. All right. Okay. Thanks, guys. Cheers, Sean. Thanks so much. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Bye.